All right, joining us on the phone here at Country 104, it's the 2021-2022 NBL Canada Coach of the Year and coach of our very own London Lightning basketball team, Doug Plum. Thanks for uh, talking to us, buddy. Yeah, of course, no problem. Now, I don't know, you probably wouldn't remember me, but I was lucky enough to work for about five years with the London Lightning as one of those in-arena hosts, the guy who does all the games with the kids. And I'm, I just wanted to apologize right now for getting in your way uh, during timeout so many times over the years. <laughs> all good man <laughs> i think people uh, don't realize those who haven't been to budweiser gardens for one of your games just how friendly the family atmosphere is there would you agree yeah for sure it's uh it's a special place for sure yeah it's too bad we can't win the championship on our home court oh man you're telling me <laughs> right i'll bet you the fans would be cheering like wow i remember when the lightning won their first championship at budweiser gardens and i think i was hoarse for about a week afterwards That's my voice right now, buddy. (laughs) I'll bet with all these wins in the playoffs. And uh, I'll bet you you're a little hoarse from fielding all the congratulatory phone calls too, man. Uh, Congratulations on being the uh, coach of the year this season. That's great news. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. uh, My mom likes that stuff, but for me it's – It'll be cool when I look back, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, you're so humble about it. If it was me, it would be like right on the mantle in my front foyer as soon as everybody <laughs> walked in the door so I could rub it in their faces. I actually gave my dad my plaque. My dad's here visiting from BC. I said, here you go, Dad, you can keep this. Oh, that's pretty cool. Where would, where would Dad put it? Is he just going to see like you and going to put it in a box in the basement or will he display it? Uh, I have no idea. He's got everything that I've ever had from basketball for the last 15 years. So wherever the heck he keeps all that stuff, I'm sure he'll find a place for it does he have any memorabilia from your last championship with the london lightning i know you won one previously as an assistant coach you know what i actually have my ring sitting right in front of me right now no kidding your hand's too tired from carrying that much bling eh (laughs) i actually wore it for the first time the other day i've never i've never put it on because i figured i was an assistant coach so it's uh it's a little bit different when you're an assistant than a head coach so when i when i win one here I'll, uh, then I'll wear it. Is it a superstitious kind of thing? No, I just, I don't like to rub that kind of stuff in people's faces. Have you, have you talked to Vito? Has he promised an even bigger version of the ring this time around? <laughs> hey, you better. <laughs> if you go undefeated in the playoffs, I'm just saying, just saying you might deserve a little something, something. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, uh, been a good year so far for sure. But at the end of the day, the job's not done. So we're not trying to get ahead of ourselves. We'll be in there tonight and, Kind of half showed some stuff to clean up because, to be honest, I thought we got kind of lucky in that last game there. Now, for people who haven't necessarily seen a London Lightning game this season, but uh, for somebody who we want to see a London Lightning game this season and maybe win the championship, uh, what is the team playing like? People see the NBA nowadays. It's threes. It's dunks. Is that your style, or how do you get the team to play? Uh, I mean, our league is definitely an up-tempo style league, right? It, uh, it looks a lot more like what the style of basketball that you'd see in the NBA. Uh, than in Europe. I mean, it's a 48-minute game. It's very up and down. we got a lot of good athletes. Um, but no, I'm not like a hardliner for this analytics and stuff like that. I think in the playoffs, you've got to be able to have guys to hit mid-range jumpers because especially with the way that Kitchener-Waterloo is playing us, they have very athletic bigs that are playing what's called drop coverage. Yep. So they force you to take long twos. Um, and if you can't make those, then essentially you're shooting over a, a guy who's seven feet tall at the rim that can touch 12 feet. And then that allows them to kind of sit flat in the slots for kickouts. So 
yeah, you have to be able to hit those shots in the playoffs, and you have to be able to have talented guys to be able to create their own shots. I think over the course of the regular season, you can get away with, you know, stylistically kind of that analytic style basketball that the NBA has trended towards. But now, uh, when the game slows down a little bit in the playoffs, you have to have guys, especially in the second half of games, as referees allow more physical play, um, that can go get their own shot. Now, since you're talking X's and O's already, uh, fill in the blank. For the London Lightning to win their next championship, what has to happen in the game? Well, we've we got to get stops. you got to get stops and you got to execute death. I mean, this stage of the game, we've now played these guys. I think this is like the ninth time, right? Yeah. If, if you factor in the regular season and the playoffs. So I, uh, my college coach, I went to UBC. He used to say something that really resonated with me. It's tricky plays don't win, tricky players do. So you, you need guys that can execute you know, and find little seams that the defense is giving you because they know what we're, what we're running and we know what they're running. And it's kind of, it comes down to who can execute and who can impose their will um, on that possession to win their one-on-one battle to get advantage when you already kind of know what's, what's coming. And now put on your hat for the other team for a second. If Kitchener, who we have a lot of listeners uh, listening to this show probably as we speak, uh, if Kitchener was to finally win a game in this series, what do they got to do right to do it? Well, I mean, they did everything to win that last game. To be honest, they probably should have won if they didn't turn the ball over so many times. Uh, they would have won. They outshot us. They shot more free throws. Um, I, I thought that they played a fantastic game. They shot a higher shooting percentage almost by about 8%. Um, so I would say probably more of the same, but uh, we're going to hope that they don't hit as many shots. They hit a lot of a lot of really difficult shots, and I thought that you know they they did a good job of neutralizing what we wanted to do. But at the same time, we got to do a much better job of defending and keeping them out of transition. Um, because if you let, I mean, they have the MVP of the league this year. Uh, if you let Joel Kinder get out in transition, he's a heck of a player. So we got to do a better job at uh, at limiting their transition buckets and make sure that we're getting back. Now, I know I'm trying to keep things fair here because I've got Kitchener listeners, but I am a Lightning fan, so I hope they just heard you and they do more of the same because I'm sure you've made adjustments and you're going to kick their butt. That's all I'm saying. That's the plan, buddy. (laughs) Coach, wishing you the best of luck, buddy, and tell Vito that ring's got to be double-sized if you go undefeated, all right? (laughs) Will do. Thanks for the call. Appreciate the time. You guys uh, knock them dead, and, uh, and we'll be ready to cheer you on when you guys bring that trophy back, all right, bud? Sounds great.